Are there things in life that scare you a little? Uh-huh. But excite you a lot? Let's go! Are you chasing those things? Uh-huh. Or are you letting fear dictate your life? If you're ready to break free from that cage of fear and to live an abundantly happy life, then you're in the right place. I guarantee you, I guarantee you will be happier for seeking what sets your soul on fire. Join Lindsay Hanlon as we explore paths, passions, and purpose that guides us towards our best selves. This is the Winging and Browser Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Wing It Rise Up. Today I have a very special guest, Jennifer Jones, who, if you know her, you're inspired by her. But if you're in the network marketing company that we're in, like you know she is a true badass, and you know that she is inspiring. And we got to meet through social media, but also at in Mexico, which was great because you made me feel uh, just so good about myself that you were watching and following along on my journey as well. We're both mothers of four, and we both really like going after what we want. So I had to ask her on a whim last week. I was winging it. I was like, do you want to come on my podcast and talk? And she's like, yeah, I'm game. So here we are. And I'm going to give you some time to introduce yourself because I know you have a big background, and I want everyone to know all about you so we can get into all the exciting stuff. So welcome and introduce yourself. You're welcome. I'm so stoked to be here. Honored to be asked, Lindsay. So like she said, my name is Jennifer Jones. I am, I think, a 43-year-old. I might be 44. I'm really having trouble remembering. Um, Mother of four little dragons. I have four daughters. Um, At their closest together, they were under five years apart. So they were literally five, four, three, and one. So when people tell me, oh, they're so busy or they have a crazy family, I'm like, I got you. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I'm married to a Canadian man that I met at a dive bar in St. Louis, Missouri. Gosh, now I guess about 18 years ago. We've been married almost 15 years. And my background is IT recruiting and pharmaceutical sales. I was an IT recruiter for about three years, taught me everything I needed to know to survive and thrive in this life. And I catapulted into pharmaceuticals, did that for about 20 years um, before I found this direct sales company that Lindsay and I both align with that literally fell from the cosmos and onto my lap when I didn't even know I was looking, didn't know I needed it, thought I would be in that job forever. And it's funny how life works out. Um, And so I think, Lindsay, I connected with you I think I started following you on social when you were like posting like a a, a picture of you working out or maybe it was a quick video. I'm very attracted to energy, the energies that people put out into this universe. And I remember seeing you. I'm like, I have got to follow this girl. I think you were on the tread. You may have been on the Peloton bike, but there was something about you that I was literally like, I am drawn to follow her. That was probably a year, a year and a half, two years ago. And now look at now look at us. (laughs) Now look at us. I know. And it's funny because I was following you because you know I see your name as a leader in the company that we both align with, and I actually got chills when you said fell from the cosmos, because I just did an episode today on joy. And I talked a little bit about going back to Nashville. My husband and I are going to Nashville tomorrow. And that is where I got my start and looking into what makes me unique. What makes me me? I remember just sitting by the pool while he was at his conference, like jotting down all the things that like I wanted to like faith, fitness, family, fun, you know, trying to brand myself. And I had not, you know, known about Scout and Cellar at that point, but I ordered my first Scout and Cellar from a table in Nashville at a steakhouse because I was looking for delivery wine and found it on my friend's Instagram. 
And so Nashville to me is like a very pivotal moment because that's where I say everything just started. The doors of opportunity started to open for me because I started to lean into who I was, what made me me stop doing or letting any outside voices. Like I let that just like take me on that beautiful path. And so I, I got chills when you said that and it goes along with energy too. I am a huge believer in energy and being a good energy to people and giving that off and they will come to you and it's that law of attraction and it just is all good things. So I love that you said all of that. That's amazing. And I also think so much of that energy comes from supporting and lifting up others. I'm really into the golden rule, maybe from a a cosmic standpoint, a universal Mm -hmm. energy standpoint. So I believe always, if you're putting good out into the world and you're supporting other people on their journey, that good will come back to you. And gosh darn it, in my 44 years, it is the the truth. It is worked. It is the truth. It's never not worked. (laughs) It has never not worked. And it is so true. And, you know, I I really believe in that. Like, you know, you make the ripples, the, the, you know, the energy ripple effect, you know, you don't want to be, you know how you're having a day where you feel like you're like really in just... (laughs) things aren't just going right. And you can probably pinpoint to like when you started to like, when things started to go downhill. I mean, I'm constantly like, stay positive, stay positive, stay positive. And it really has been helpful. And I love supporting other people. I love lifting them up. And I think that's why we both um, enjoy leading our teams and leading people into what it is they want in their life, in their journey. And I think what we will be able to offer the listeners today is that, You don't have to have all of the tools to get started to do something and quit saying you're busy because I think we're both probably extremely busy raising four children. So I'm like, I'm happy to engage in a busy competition with anybody. Uh, You want to write down how busy you are. I challenge you and I'll joke with you. I challenge you to the busiest competition because I'm far busier, but that's not what it's about. It's finding those little pockets in your day where you can do something. And I want to go back to the point that you just, it really hit me. When you're like, I try to be positive, I try to be positive. And for me, sometimes it's an act. You know, sometimes I don't wake up and feeling feel like being positive or feeling the be- like the best version of myself to get my kids up and ready for school. But yep. I become an actress in my own movie, in my own Hallmark miniseries. You uh-huh. know, I literally, and the more that I act like I'm that person, the more I become that person. And then also in terms of just staying positive or seeing the good, I think, you know, something, a ritual that an old, ma- old manager taught to me years ago, I want to share with your listeners because it works is to have a funeral for those excuses, a funeral for your negative vibes, literally have a ceremony, whatever that ceremony looks like for you. Maybe you light a candle, maybe you burn something, you know, but whatever that needs to look like for you, you have a funeral for your excuses and then you get rid of the ashes or you put it on a box and you don't worry about it until next week. You have to compartmentalize your thoughts. It's so key because otherwise you could find yourself dredging the bottom of the river forever. (laughs) And that's not what you want. No, it is not what you want. And I think what you will love, I just did an episode earlier today on my own, which is sometimes daunting to do, but I always try to push myself and challenge myself in, um, in all ways. But I did one today on joy and how so many block it from their lives. Like they don't even realize they're doing it. Like you have to be intentional about your life because there's going to be hard things that come our way. And you know, we, you know, I'm very faithful. I have a strong faith. And, um, you know, I was just talking about joy and like, people don't even realize that they're doing it because they're not like intentional. You see it all the time. You see people that are just kind of like, Oh, 
you know, just like kind of going through the day. And I'm like, that's not how I want to live. Like I want to be, you know, not that I'm always like that because I mean, it's hard always making food and doing the laundry and doing all the things, but I just try to like, you know, fake it if I'm not feeling it. And then I will get that energy, um, you know, that energy boost back for the joy, but it's, it's about staying intentional. And like, I feel for me, and this is just my journey is I find joy in doing a lot of the things that light me up, which is staying connected, networking, um, talking with people, hearing different perspectives, reading, just opening my mind. And I didn't realize how, when I was a young mother, it was maybe a tad closed off because I was drowning maybe a little bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're suffocating. Yeah. And you don't realize it. So it's one about getting, you know, the right timing, like scout and sell it was the right timing for me. I also didn't like force myself into doing what I, you know, I didn't really force myself to do anything too much too soon, but it just all so beautifully evolved because I started to open my mind. And the second I, you know, kind of let myself give, like have space for joy, space for things for me, you know, everything changed. I'm a much, you know, more energetic mom, more energetic wife. And I think so many fall into that trap of, you know, this is, this is my, this is my life. There's no joy here. And and joy is a choice. I mean, I can give you a million reasons that I am not, I shouldn't be joyful. I can give you a million reasons that I should be negative and be mean to the person in the Mm -hmm. checkout lane and be an angry driver. I mean, we all have things in our life that that maybe nobody even knows about, but I'm like, you have a choice every single day. Um, I look at, I look at my sister. She's battling stage four lung cancer. She's a never smoker. She's a, she's a non-drinker. She's a yoga enthusiast. She's a spin instructor. She's all the things. And yet she got this terrible hand of, you know, terrible hand of cards, but she chooses joy every day because what else is she going to do? And that has taught me so much. So I, I totally see around me, Lindsay, exactly what you're talking about, where those that just go through the motions, nothing Mm -hmm. really lights their fire. There's no pizzazz. There's no sizzle. There's no zhuzh in their life. And to me, it's tragic, but it's a choice. So choose differently. Right. I totally agree. And I was going to ask you about that because I know you post a lot about your sister having Mm -hmm. um, stage four cancer. And I was going to ask if that was something that you feel that like lit a fire in your soul. Because I'm not sure how long ago she was diagnosed and when you started Scout and Seller or when you kind of got that like, you know, that push. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, where it lit a fire under you and you're like, this is going to be how we're going to live our lives. And this is going to change and the energy shift yeah. in that. Was it that? It's, on, it's honestly been my whole life. And here's why. I had old parents, older parents. My mom was 44. I think my dad was 48 when, when I was born. I'm the last of six. Very Catholic family. Um, you know, from Michigan. I mean, all the things. And I saw my parents sick for as long as I could remember. They were, they didn't take good care of themselves. They again had a choice and they chose to, to not be the best versions of themselves from a physical and mental standpoint, right? And so mm-hmm. I knew um, from a very young age, I did not want to live that life. I was going to make every, whatever they were doing, I was going to do the opposite. Um, again, from a health and wealth and mental perspective. And so, you know, I lost my dad, gosh, maybe it's been 12 years, my mom about six years ago. Um, and I just thought to myself as as they got older and older, all the ways that I will live this life differently to be able to enjoy every day, to set myself up for success in every way. Um, And and that, again, I, I was five. And I remember thinking like, mom, stop smoking. 
please stop smoking, mom. Like, please don't do this to yourself. Because at that age, in the 80s, they were teaching us that real early that cigarettes weren't good, you know? And I just, um, so it's been all, it's been always, and it's been something um, that is a blessing and a curse because I truly live every day as if it's my last, which means I take a lot of really ex- expensive, extravagant vacations, but you know what? I'm going to die broke and that is hundred percent fine. I'm going to have all those memories um, to treasure. And, and that has been the way I've lived from day one. I think my husband would say it's, it's a really, really good thing. And sometimes at the end of the month, it's, it's a not good thing when you're trying to pay for everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. I love it so much because my listeners will know if you've listened to my early journey where I talk a little bit about um, my gut intuition and getting into swimming and how that blessed me. But I talk a lot about how watching my grandparents pass, who I was very, very close with, um, that lost perspective just really shifted me. And they were and they were healthy and they were 91 and we were blessed to have them. And I'll never take for granted the fact that I got to an age where I could really, really appreciate my grandparents and going there, uh, you know, um, and it really changed me. And my grandma came back as my spirit guide. And so, you know, there's, but that lost perspective, okay, well, how do I want to live up my days? How do I want to bless other people's lives? How do I want to be as a mother? How do I want to... Um, you know, have our family life and just, and so it is, you know, it was difficult to lose them, but it was a blessing as well to be able to be there, um, you know, be with them and know that we are all on a journey. We will see each other again, which I truly believe. I know that they are with me every single day, every step of the way. And I, you know, I think that that just gives us so much excitement for our, our life to keep joy there that we know we're going to see each other again. And when we're going through hard times, which I don't know how much you've listened to on mine, but, you know, we were going through a tough time with our daughter with a little bit of a health scare. And um, it was it was difficult um, as parents to hear some of the things they were trying to, you know, diagnose. And we still don't really know exactly what it is. But just to remain faithful, know that we have we serve a good God and we will get answers and we will do what we can, but we have to remain joyful in all things. And it gave me an opportunity to spend a little bit more one-on-one time with her. I was always trying to look for the blessing and, you know, talk our kids through. It's always a blessing. We have things we can do to um, work through hard times. Well, and and you kind of mentioned something when you were talking about your grandparents and how mm -hmm. wonderful that they lived such a fruitful old age. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know, it was really, and they got to um, thank, so thankful for my aunt and uncle that came down to move into their farmhouse, which I almost wanted to move into because I just loved the farm so much. My mom's like, I know you do, but like, you have to stay where, you know, where you are, where your kids are, you know, set on whatnot. But they, you know, they moved in and then hospice came in and they got to, they both passed peacefully by their window at their farm. And I just think, what a journey. And I did an episode on about like how we're all only walking each other home. And like, we have a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we're, we're walking each. Yeah. Did you like that one? I liked that one. I like yeah. all Lindsay, but there's some that stick out for sure. I know there are some that stick out. I know, you know me, I want to be a hundred percent at all of them, but I have to just give myself some <laughs> grace and know that not everything is going to be an A plus plus, but you're putting yourself out there and it's good. But I really believe in the journey and finding joy in the journey and sharing it with others. And, you know, it's one of the one things I love about Scout and Seller. I mean, could we have more positive people in this company? Like I am just like excited all the time. 
So, well, and, and to kind of piggyback on your point, so I a quote that I have on my bathroom mirror is that just because you didn't come from a healthy family doesn't mean you can't create a healthy family. And this kind of goes back to the point that I was talking about earlier. And your grandparents mm-hmm. lived and had wonderful lives and passed peacefully, and it was all awesome. It, that's right. not the way it is, you know, for so right. many people, but they can, again, choose differently, right? I can choose right. to cook my kids' right. meals. I can choose to not have soda in the house. I can, or, right. or actually ever, I can choose to <gasps> take them through fast food. I don't even think they've ever had soda, to be honest with you, but like, those are choices that I can make so that I end up like your grandparents and so do my <laughs> kids. But to the point about Scout, I think that's been one of the most enlightening parts about being at Scout and Cellar is that we are around healthy, vibrant, energetic men and women that are here for a multitude of reasons, but a lot of them came just to to level up that one thing. I mean, if they're drinking wine or alcohol, they're like, I might as well drink the best. I might as well drink the clean, the clean crafted stuff. That's one little tweak I can make to make myself a little better, stronger, faster, brighter. And so I think it's being around like-minded individuals like you um, that are, that's the the frosting on the cake, so to speak, because you don't know Mm -hmm. what you don't know until you're submersed in this very sophisticated group of people that are all here just to get better and have fun. (laughs) And And have fun. Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we have wine, we have fun. And I think, what harm is that? Have some wine and enjoy your life. And I know that you posted about that one day. You're like, "Um, I'm sorry, Um, I'm going to have the carbs and the wine. You know, I mean, I'm we following all, we your, your journey, Lindsay. I, I'm so inspired um, by like the little tweaks you're making in, in your physical fitness, the diet yeah. tweaks, the, the supplement tweaks. I'm a big fan of first yeah. form. I know, you know, you do a lot with them. And for me, it's like a lot of us don't have this massive health crisis journey, trying to lose a hundred pounds, you know, whatever. And, and hats off to everyone that, that is on right. that side of the journey. But a lot of us just want to make little tweaks to make ourselves a little bit better. And that's where I have found watching you to be so inspiring. So I'm like, look at this girl. She's doing it all right, right? Mentally, she's got it together. Physically, it seems like emotionally. Um, but you're mm-hmm. always trying to just do a little more, a little better, a little stronger. And right. I think it's just been so amazing to watch and continue to watch every day. Um, when you mm-hmm. post your workouts, I'm like, now what did I do today? Like, what did I get done? Today? Oh, get out of here. Your workouts are awesome. But you know what's funny is that, you know, I, I was an emotional kid. I mean, I, because I, I, I'm a feeler, I feel a lot of energy and I can get disrupted when there's negative energy around. Okay. Um, and that's difficult, you know, going through, you know, junior high and high school and even college. I mean, you're around a lot of different energy. And then I swim in college, you know, so I'm at practice all the time. You know, it's just a lot. But, the, you know, what helped me is Peloton. So after we lost my grandparents, I just got my bike, you know. So what's funny about, you know, both of us is we love Peloton and we <laughs> love Scout Cellar. And, you know, and I was kind of like, I joined Scout Cellar and then I didn't really do much with it. But then like my friend was like, are you marketing wine? And then she came over. Anyways, I was like, oh my gosh, oh, look, they have a conference. I wonder where they're going, you know, like not like making fun, but just like, well, whatever. And I saw Robin's name on the thing and I was like, it was one of those universe chills. It was like, how are all my worlds lining up right now? It was like, you know, you get those moments where, you know, now I'm so, I'm I'm not really shocked when they hit me anymore because I, I'm so aligned that I know they're coming, but that one really shocked me. I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, am I on Peloton's page? Okay. So then Mike comes home from Parker's soccer game and I told him, he's like, you got to go. So, you know, when I got to, you know, 
um, you know, meter, but she really was like pivotal in changing my mindset as far as like, oh, you're too much or you're too emotional. Like that's your superpower. And that's where I was like, oh, hell no to everyone that told me I was this and this and this. And I'm like, I am amazing how I am. I'm going to lean into all of those things. And it really was helpful because I was going through that lost perspective that I had, you know, her challenge me, challenging me every day on the bike, which I needed as a swimmer. I need that like hardcore sweat, high elevated heart rate. And then I was getting mindset stuff too. And so then I was like really into it. And then I went to the conference and then met all of you amazing people. And then I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to market this. <laughs> then it just like exploded for me. And so it was really, really fun. And, and not that we're here to pump Peloton. And if you guys don't want to get the bike or the tread, get the app and just yeah. listen to these coaches while you run, while you walk, while you're rucking, yep. you know, whatever you're doing, because truly people think that I see some sort of amazing therapist or that I have some sort of life coach. And I'm like, no, it's called Robin Arzon, Cody Rigsby, you know, Tunde Odune, the things that they say while I'm walking, running, stretching, yoga-ing, um, are truly life-changing. Yeah. You share yeah. your favorite Robin quotes. I have to share mine. And her, when she says, I got to tell you, there are no basic bitches allowed. There is nothing basic allowed. You know, I only ride with royalty. And so I think that allows right. women like you and me to feel confident stepping into, to use your words, your superpowers, right. really being a strong version of yourself. I don't feel like I need to be softer. I don't feel like I need to be quieter. I always think, what would Robin say? And she would beat on her chest. And she would say right. it louder, you know? And so that, for me, it's not about a bike or a tread or even a workout. There's so much mindset coaching that goes on. Um, so anyway, get the Peloton app if you don't already have it. <laughs> yeah, this is not a Peloton-sponsored <laughs> podcast. We just really, really like it. It should be. I mean, it could be. It should be. I, I, you know what? I'm actually pretty sure I've sold a few bikes and a ton of treads over the course of my time. Yes. So, I mean, I may as well be marketing for them. But, you know, it's true, though. There's, It's nice to have those things that are built in because I find, and I did a reframe around exercise episode because I feel like when I exercise, I get either my best thoughts my mind is clear, I'm confident. And I'm like, you know, all the thoughts are like the best ones. Like I get like the best ideas or this is what I'm going to do or this is what I'm going to post and this is how I'm going to inspire today. And so I challenge people to reframe their mindset around exercise, not like, oh, I have to go do it because I need to lose weight. You're doing yourself a disservice because you're not opening your mind and it's not clear. And you're not going to know really what direction to go next because I feel like that's kind of what moves us forward is that you know, that energy You're right. and so things movement, like that. Move, movement is a gift. And my massage yeah. therapist would also tell you yes. stagnation is death. When you stop moving, you start dying. And I'm going to tell your listeners a story that I want. I hope they remember for the rest of their lives. It's um, a neighbor and good fr friend of mine just lost her battle with stage four colon cancer. She's a five-time Iron Man, Iron Woman, but um. I guess they're all Iron Men, right? Five-time Ironman, she had cancer in her body unknowingly during the last two Ironman competitions. And on one of her last runs after her diagnosis, uh, she ran by my house, I'm a few, a few houses down, and she shared with me that one of the most devastating parts of this cancer journey that she knew was going to take her away at some point was losing her ability to do the things that she loved the most, exercise being one of them. And so I, I challenged you know, all your listeners, when you don't feel like doing something, 
when you feel like just laying in the bed all day, you need to treat your body well and you need to do it for somebody else. Maybe somebody who relies on you, maybe a friend that wants you to stay around. Maybe it's your parents that, you know, you've got to take care of yourself. Your health is your wealth and you have to control the controllables. There's a lot of things in this world we can't control. She did stage four colon cancer at 40 years old to an iron. How unfair, how unfair is that? That was the card she was dealt. She did the best she could with it. Something she couldn't control, but we can control so much, Lindsay, and we don't. Mm -hmm. I know you yep. and I, you and I do. We do, <laughs> but they, you know, many people don't. No, I mean, there's, you know what? I mean, just so many people that just, I always say it to my kids too. When like they complain, if I take them up to swim practice, I'm like, listen, it's an hour and a half. It's a blessing to raise your heart rate. Just go and have fun with your friends and swim. And it's not that I'm forcing them to do it, but it's good for them and they need it. And we are home a lot because I have pulled my kids from school. So they're here. So they need to go and like get their energy out and move their body. And I'm like, this is a blessing to move your body. And I just always want to reframe that in a calmer sense that it's not about, I don't care if you guys swim in college or in high school. I don't care if you do many meets. I just want you to go move your body. I just think it's really good for them mentally too. That coaching so. that you're giving them, Lindsay, is mm -hmm. invaluable. And you know what else I know your kids see? And again, listeners, you've got to be doing this. They see mom moving. They see mom taking care of herself. Maybe mom, I, I have a feeling you work out early in the morning, but my mm -hmm. kids see me. A lot of time I'm on that bike while they're doing their homework or they're, you know, so they know that it's important to me, which makes it right. important to them. And usually once I'm done with my workout, they go pick up the weights and start playing with them or moving them yep. around. So we right. are the example. And if mom or dad, I'm sure you have some male less. If mom and dad don't take care of themselves, why would they? If we eat bad, exactly. why would they eat well? well if, we're, if We are modeling everything, including that mindset around wellness, which, Lindsay, bravo to you. I think that is just so critical. To start them young, mm -hmm. honey. Start them young. Start them young. Start them young. You know, it's just, it's, it's interesting because I feel like the more I do the mindset stuff, the more I work on myself, the more I'm able to pour into my children the right way. And it's not always easy being a mom, you know, like I'm, I'm a super motivated, um, non lazy person. So if they kind of get a little lazy, sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, like they can't be my children. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they can't be surely. I mean, but I get it as a kid. I always explain to them, like, I get it. There were days where I didn't always want to go to practice or I didn't want to go and do this, but trust me, it's good for you. And usually once they come home from practice, like they're actually like really energetic and um, they're happy that they went and, you know, it's just about getting them, you know, moving and things like that. And I get it, but I want them to have the tip top mindset and feel good. And I want to empower them and encourage them. And, um, you know, all and, of this. Also, but, but again, no. you're modeling, even the, it's not even what you say, Lindsay, the modeling right. you're doing, when they see you reading a book to better yourself, or they see you mm -hmm. podcasting or talking to someone who's not like you, it's all yep. those little things. And it's really, it's so encouraging to watch for me, um, as another female in business to watch how you make it all work and it might not be perfect and it might not be shiny. Um, but it, it's, it matters. Everything matters. Yeah, I know. When I come, when I tell them, like, I got to go down, I got a podcast interview, so you guys be good. And like, and, um, and they just get like excited. I told them the one day that I was working on a book and like their, their eyes, they were like, are you going to be an author? They were like, 
so and I was like oh my gosh like I wasn't expecting that so it really just like it just like made my heart smile so big um just to inspire them yeah to you know be the example let them know and encourage them that you know they can do whatever they want in this life and I think with us pulling them to from school um it's also kind of showed them like Mike and I are both entrepreneurs so like that they don't have to have a life that looks like everybody else's. Like you don't have to always. And that was something I was actually learning too, because I struggled when I first pulled them thinking like, oh my gosh, they're not going to get what I got. And I'm like, Lindsay, you know that things don't have to look the way that everything always, you know, you growing up had to look. Things change, things shift and it's okay. You pivot into that. That doesn't mean they're never going back to school. It just means that um, right now they're doing it at home. Did you do a podcast about that transition, about that journey? I didn't. I should. Okay. I, I think we, as soon as we get off, because that to me, I was actually talking to you about, with, about you to my personal trainer this morning. I was telling her how excited I was about this. And I was just telling her a little bit about you. I'm like, and this bitch homeschools these kids. <laughs> and uh, I, would, I would really love to hear how all the reasons, how it all happened step by step. Because I think especially nowadays, there's a lot of other parents that are that didn't ever think that was going to be a possibility that are now seriously considering it for all right. Right. There were many reasons, but I will say, you know, a lot of the things that I do, which is true to my wing it rise up podcast is not that I just am constantly winging it, but I'm really leaning into my gut and what's put on my heart. And I didn't, and sometimes I don't realize that things have been on my heart till I get that nudge and it. and, And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I forgot. Like I've been thinking about this all summer. Oh, that's why. Okay. So it was one of those things. And like, usually, I mean, in this situation, it was just one little nudge from the school district. And I was like, I can't comply anymore. I just, I, I, I'm like, I just can't do it. Um, good, so good it was that. Good, good for you. And mom knows yeah. best. And mm-hmm. what I, I would really be interested. And I think your listeners would be interested in hearing you chit chat about that in the future. So. <laughs> Well, you're giving me so much credit, but I mean, I did hire someone to come in a few days a week just to help me in the morning so I could get down here and podcast or book write or, or a scout and seller or whatever I'm doing, team building, um, things like that. But, you know, for the rest of, you know, I am home with them and I don't hate it. I would, you know, I was funny because at the beginning of the school year, I was like, bye, like three of them were gone. I had the baby. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be great. And then by Labor Day, it was like, just kidding. They're all home. But <laughs> so, awesome. And again, you're winging it. Like, you know, there's no, there's no manual on how to pull your kids out of school because you didn't align with something nope. the school was doing. So there was no, right. there was no one guiding you or breadcrumbing you on, oh, Lindsay, first you call the principal, then you do that. You know, you just did it. No. And that's, I, I think- remember like running on the tread the next morning in Canamac and the school district's calling, like the, uh, the kids aren't in school. And I'm like, oh God, what do I do now? <laughs> and so then I just emailed them all like a heartfelt email. I was like, I'll be up for their stuff. That's it. And that was it. Um, I signed a form and that was it. Um, but you know, um, I really want to inspire people to, you know, and just to know that you don't have to have all the answers. Like I'm pretty sure that neither one of us knew, okay, so when we're network marketing first, we'll do this. Then no, you just get started and you do it however you want to do it. And, and you know? you're doing it, you know, non-traditionally, because again, there is no manual. Mm-hmm. So whatever you want to do right. is, is what you want to do. And it was so funny because I was interviewing, um, I have something called Launch Code where I interview entrepreneurs and, and, and people in the same space. And I was asking this girl, how did you build this huge business that is going to net you a million dollars by the end of year one? Like, who did you talk to? A lawyer, an att- uh, accountant, a, a business? What? And she goes, no, I just like Googled how to set up a website on in then 
then I started talking to people about coming in and, and training. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. No business plan, no 30, 60, 90. And I'm like, we're all making it way too complicated. We're all right. making it way too complicated. We just need to run. And like you said, mm-hmm. wing it. And, I love and that. You can do it imperfectly, yeah. mm-hmm. but just do. That's what I say to. I'm always like, just do something. Stop thinking about it and just do something. Like put one foot in front of the other. Do it wrong. Do it ugly. Right. God, I'd rather you do something than overthink everything. And that is a gift that I have. Yep in my body is that I am not an overthinker. I'm a do something and then say, oops, sorry, it sucked. Or that was a mistake or whatever. I don't overthink anything. I think it's a skill. I think you guys can teach yourselves this. It takes practice, but yeah, I'm like, I'd rather do it and do it wrong. And then, and then delete it from Facebook or Instagram or not share it. Put on your stories. It's gone in 24 hours, people. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Or be like, oops, sorry, I didn't record to the cloud. Can't post that terrible Zoom. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you know, it's people overthink themselves at everything. And I talk about that with Joy, too. It's like you're you're overthinking. What is this person going to think? Instead of what do you think? Like, do you like this? Like, you know, I like what I get to do. All of the stuff I, I get to do is a blessing. And it's because I've really like leaned into what, you know, makes me and what lights me up. And I'm allowing myself to do that, no matter what my parents think, no matter what my sister thinks, no matter what people from high school think. And that is one of the main reasons people don't join or do anything is because they're afraid still of what people think of them in high school. And Um, and Lindsay, we're such egomaniacs though, aren't we? Like that we would, we even think that people are thinking about us. That's what I think is so funny. I find that hilarious. Even as I like coach my team and, oh, someone said something unsavory or she rolled her eyes. I'm like, and now she's not thinking about, or he's not thinking about you anymore. What an egomaniac you are to think they're still thinking or considering or that you're even a flitting thought in their mind. They're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. So let's right. just get over that right now. And I wish that we could That's free. So Lindsay, if we could do one thing, it would be free people from that because it's such a limiting yes. thought yep. process. And it keeps people so squelched. And, you know, I've been kind of loud um, and, and vocal about my feelings about how the last two years have evolved. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay, I get, I literally would tell you like probably hundreds of DMs of people. I wish I could be brave like you. Thank you for saying what's right. Thank you for speaking your truth. I wish I could do that. And there's two ways to look at this. Number one, I know a lot of people um, are suffocated by their jobs. They can't say what they think because they're worried about what they're, which I get. Okay. It's like, let's put them in another box. Okay. Right. Right. I don't want you to get fired because you don't believe X, Y, Z. But for the rest of us, for the rest of us, what are you so afraid of? What are mm-hmm. you so, why, why do you have no voice? Why do you feel like you don't mean or matter? Um, I, I have found it really mesmerizing to see how, how afraid someone is of to, what your point, what their mom thinks, their friends think, their next door neighbors think. And I said, if I cared at all, I would never post or share a thought ever. Like my right. mother-in-law follows everything I do. And I, I'm sure she doesn't agree with all of it, but I don't care. And then right. I think, Lindsay, you'll find to your listeners, if you can be slightly polarizing in all the right ways, it is actually super sexy and attractive to people. And it brings the people that want to align with you closer and it repels and pushes away those that you're never going to get anyway. And this is not just for business. It's for friendship, for community, for life, for, for leveling right. 
Right. So I know that I can be a monster and so horrifying to so many people and they are not my people and I'd rather not deal with them anyway. I would rather have the people closer to me <laughs> that yeah. feel similarly. Not that we don't want to have the marketplace of ideas and everyone gets, but anyway, so don't be afraid to say what you think or do what you feel. Right. Guys. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Right. No, I feel you on that. I've actually watched all those things that you're talking about. And I know that you are getting some nasty messages. And I actually think, um, you know, as my husband would say, like, if you're getting like hate stuff, or you're getting blocked, you're doing something right. And I have, you know, I've been blocked by people. And I'm like, I don't even like interact with them. Like, I'm, I guess my positivity must be just killing them. Because I mean, I, I don't even talk to you. So you must just be having a hard time coming to my page. So you must have to block it for yourself. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't do anything wrong. So whatever. You know, what but, I get right before you go to your next point, because I want, I think this is important for people oh, yeah. to understand. What I get is, oh, well, it's so easy for you. You've had, it's so easy. You've had this, everything given to your whole life. People want to excuse their way out of doing anything. And I'll use my trainer for an example. You guys, she's like 6'1", 54-year-old stunner, she did not always look this way. Trust and believe. Five years ago, she did not look this way. She works her ass off every single day to be the best version of herself. She used to be a dusty mom, okay? Those are her words, okay? And she completely changed her life. Or I look at other people that I admire, for example, Tunde Odine on Peloton. I'm like, man, she must have always been jacked like this. She has good genetics. She's so lucky. No, she's lost 70 freaking pounds through hard work and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want people to say, oh, that's just her. She's lucky. He's lucky. He's, he's this. He's a, it's never true. You never know somebody's struggle. It's probably way worse than yours that are making excuses. So yep. um, it's a great point. Back to our other point. I'm like, you can say, oh, Lindsay, look at her. Oh, it's so easy for Lindsay. No, it's not. You don't no. know what she's dealt no. with in her life yeah. to overcome right. and get here. So I think right. it just needs to be said that every right. no, journey. It's a great and valid point. And it's true because I used to be like that. You know, I had a great family life. I had a lot of opportunities, but no one pulled me off my bed when I didn't make the basketball team and said, you're going to go join the swim team. I did that on my own. And for the longest time, it took me till age 37 to say, um, you know, you weren't just lucky. That wasn't just a lucky story. That was your gut intuition. And you got your ass out of bed mm-hmm. that next day, you knew zero strokes, but you took action. You were attracted to the water. There was something telling you to go try out for the swim team. And then you did it. And so no one dragged me there. My parents were even scared that I was going to get cut from two teams in one week. So they were probably trying to hold me back from going because they knew how disappointed I was, you know, and it took me what, like what, 20 some years to say, that wasn't just a lucky story. That wasn't just because your, you know, your mom and dad had opportunities and things to pay for you to go do things. No, that was because I did that. It was a choice I made that I didn't want to sit and not be a triathlete. That you know, I was a triathlete. I did cross country. I did a winter sport. I did track, and I lost basketball. So I was like, well, I guess I'll try it for the swim team. And it changed my life. It changed my life in all the right ways. I'm able to speak on that gut intuition now. And I got to swim at two division one schools and meet incredible people, coaches that I still talk to that are still mentors and just all of it will change you, but you have to take action. And there are, I would say 90%, 90% of the people in this world don't take the action that they really want to take because they're just too afraid. There's like a, too there's, afraid. 
was too afraid. And I'm really easier to just stay home. You know, Lindsay, it was easier to just stay in that bed instead of learning the butterfly or whatever. You know, I have no idea. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been easier just to do nothing. And then I became an all year round swimmer. I drove myself an hour to Pittsburgh, um, swim swim in the morning before school, went to school, went back to Pittsburgh, swim after school. And then that's how I got recruited at Pitt. They were like, have you ever thought about swimming in college? I'm like, Oh, it never crossed my mind. Then I swam there. And then I went to South Carolina. And I just, the amazing opportunities that come your way when you just give yourself permission to do that. And I, it's taken me 20 some years to be very proud that I was able to step into that when it's not always like the cool thing to do. Like swimming was not the cool sport at high school. Like, I mean, I knew I was going to pivot my friendships. I was going to pivot into a new person, but I was going to do it anyways. And so I'm just, I'm just grateful. It, you know, I finally reached that point where I could just be proud, you know, when and it just goes be back to the whole podcast, yeah. wing it. Like I, I, you didn't know how to do all the things, but you wing it and yep. you figure it out. And if you're not winging it or trying something new in some aspect of your life, then you're slowly, you're slowly dying. You've got to keep it going. You've got to keep it moving, learning and leveling up. Yes. And that's the thing. And you know, with this podcast, I don't know how much you know about it, but we were literally sitting on the couch one night. My husband ordered all this amazing podcast equipment, you know, very nice stuff for our office. And he was going to do a podcast and I was like, okay, cool. So we're just sitting on the couch one night. He's like, Hey, you know, I really don't have a whole lot of time right now to get started on that podcast, but I can get you into this group and you can be up and running within five weeks and ranked on Apple podcast. Do you want to do it? And I said, yep, that was it. Signed up two minutes later. And I didn't sit and think, well, let me think about it. Uh, No, I don't have time to think about it. I want to do that. That's cool. And then I just decided I was going to hire someone to help me publish my book. So I started coaching and working on my book, which I wanted to do when Parker was one, but totally emotionally wasn't there and ready to do it yet. And now I'm, you know, in a different place as a mom now of four. At that time, it was just Parker. So it was just, you know... And I was like, well, it would be cool to write a book. And then, you know, I was just young. You know, and it takes like bold action. Like joining network marketing, I think, really gives us a chance to open up as ourselves. You know, you know, we're, you know, marketing why we do it. We're showing up in um, to our network and we're giving ourselves an opportunity. And I think it gives you a confidence as well that, you know, you can do um, this. And then it pivots many of us into other things. I know you're doing a ton of other things. Yeah, I. It does. So, it's true. I think that was the, the the stepping stone for me to be yep. like, gosh, now that I'm out of corporate, I can do anything. But I right. also think, you know, you mentioned network marketing, you guys. Find a company that has a right. product that you like or support or like to wear or whatever <laughs> they are and do it. Like find a company and do something in network marketing on the side like today. Like, if you don't even know if one exists, I bet you it does. Google it for whatever your hobby or your fetish or whatever you have going on. Because I'm telling you guys, this is a plan B, which is now obviously my my career, you know, my my, my stream of income. But th- there is no reason not to be sharing and getting paid for something that you love or are passionate about anyway. I don't care what company it is. And as Lindsay mentioned, then it catapults you into this group of people that are doing a really new, fresh, cutting edge, like hyphy stuff that keeps right. you from getting, you know, I'd be like the dusty 43-year-old mom. But instead, yep. I'm teaching myself this whole new platform to do all my other business on. Like I'm staying relevant and I'm having right. so much fun because I'm doing it with a bunch of my friends. 
I mean, yes. people that were friends before, let's be clear, we don't call on family and friends, but friends that I have made on the journey. And so I always say to people when they're thinking about it, I'm like, I don't care if it's not scout and seller, just do something, find somewhere. Right. Right. You're not going to believe the blessings that will come. Right. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause I've been asked to do so many. And so I had kind of had to eat my words for a while because I was like, Oh, I'm never going to do that. You know, my sister had done a couple and just like, wasn't really her jam. And so like, that was my introduction to it. And then there's like people that introduce you the wrong way. And I was like, no. And it was so funny. I remember Shelly doing like an interview about me, like when I, you know, was rising and she was like, and nothing spoke to her like wine did. And I'm like, I don't know if that, <laughs> I always laugh about that. I'm like, oh, nothing spoke to me like mine did. But there was something about the company and like the healthier, you know, the healthier aspect of it. And I was looking for a wine to be delivered. And then once I saw what's really in your wine, I was like, well, this is the only wine I want to drink. And so then it just like, you know, kind of evolved. But um, no, I really, it's cool to watch the people in this company too. They, you know, just take this opportunity and do what you want with it. But they've all pivoted into like, not all, but you know, a lot of us have pivoted into a lot of other cool things and that we're gifting ourselves because we're not afraid to anymore. Right. You know, I don't think you, I always say this, you would never have like got me off the couch that night to sign up for the podcast thing. If I had not gifted myself like two years of this, um, you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine, Oh, I haven't done anything. Um, and now you want me to just go talk? No, but I found my voice by branding myself on social media and getting creative with that and realizing, Oh my gosh, all of this cool stuff and the personal development and the mindset stuff that was like secondary to just like getting, you know, um, my brand out there and voicing what I love to share, which, you know, is like devotionals, uh, faith stuff, motivational stuff and things like that. Then I was ready. I was like, now I know what I could talk about. I know I have a voice. I know people are going to listen and I'm going to use it. it. But it's like yeah. that. You got to take that first step, sis. You're going to be doing the same shit the rest of your life, right? Like yep. I've seen that quote yep. everywhere and that really speaks to me. But all I hear you saying, Lindsay, is you're rattling off all this stuff that you're doing is you're freaking doing something. And that's how right. it started. So like, I don't know how to start. We'll just do something. You know, right. just start somewhere, find a company. And if you don't want to do this, find a coach, find someone that can help right. you and motivate you to love, find an accountability partner with someone in your right. network or your circle. Networking group or something. You gotta do, I mean, yeah. it's literally it's everywhere. Like I drive down the street. I'm like, everywhere I look is opportunity. Everywhere I look around me is opportunity to do a million yeah. things that I want to do. But I, and I'm speaking to myself right now, even I'm like, I got to take that first step to go this direction too. I mean, we're all right. trying to take that first step in whatever direction we want to go. Yeah, you definitely inspire me in that way. You're always trying new things. I've watched you <laughs> cook in your basement. I mean... <laughs> On the food thing, you definitely inspired me because we could definitely use some of your Jennifer Jones up in this household for sure. Um, like I got a whole cookbook on the side. I'm working I know. though. I'm like, it's it's so funny. I'm like, you start sharing things, and I know some of your listeners might not be social media. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be social media. You're sharing them in your networks, in your communities, mm-hmm. in your church, at your whatever, and then people are like, oh wow, I want to hear more about that. Whatever it is. And right. So just, just like live, live a little louder, live a little prouder, be a little more boastful. I say there's no humble pie served at my table. I don't like humble people. I want to know what you're doing. I want to hear the great things that Lindsay does. Right. It makes me right. want to do more. <laughs> so. right. You know, and it's true. And that's what I love too about this one networking group my husband joined. Man, like they want you. 
you got to share your wins. If you're not sharing your wins, why is anyone going to want to join you or do what you're doing or level up or inspire themselves? Because if they don't see you're winning, then no one's going to want to do that. People want to like surround themselves with winners. So it's funny watching all these people post like, look at this new, this car I got. It's been on my vision board for like, you know, a few years and I've made it happen. And, and they share that. And it's funny how I used to think like that would be something so boastful, but now I'm like, no, that is their win. They worked for that. No one just delivered them that car. And, you know, and so that's just, what's like so inspiring is that people need to take action and they need to get moving. And, I don't know. I and just think this is just... for you. It's okay, yes. you guys, to be your own best cheerleader. So you know, yes. Tress, you know Tressie, right, Lindsay? Yes, yes. She sent me such a meaningful message. It was probably about three years ago, and she's like, "JJ, I love seeing you like celebrate yourself, and it makes me feel like I can say things that I've done well without seeming braggadocious or like right. I'm bumping my own tires." And I was like, girl, I will toot toot my own horn until there is nothing left to toot. No one's going to do it for me. No one is, or they're not going to do it as well as I would do it, right? Right. I'm like, please tell me all the wonderful stuff you have going on, whether it's family, at church, whatever. We want to hear it. And also it makes my day better. Like to see and hear the things that you're doing that's great. No one wants to hear that life sucks and everything's in the shitter. Like who wants to be around that person? I want to right. see what Lindsay's doing next and like be intoxicated right. on, you know, kind of following in your footsteps with so much of the cool stuff you're doing. It makes everybody better, but ain't nobody know what you got going on if you don't say it. So say it. I know. I know. And I've had, you know, over the two years, like I've really fallen in love with social media for the reasons where I love following other people. I love to see what is like lighting up their lives and what's going great for them. And, you know, and I think over the last two years, we've really needed each other. And, you know, there's been a lot of divisiveness, but I find a lot of support on social media because I've got my scout and seller people and I've got the people I've poured into and I love pouring into other people. It blesses me to hear when I post something, it, whether it's a you know Bible verse or something from my Jesus calling or something that inspired me and someone writes back, oh my gosh, I really needed to say that today. Thank you so much for sharing that. Like that is a blessing to me. My love language is words of affirmation. So I need to hear from people. So I am going to be thrown up. And it's um, so it's just an interesting take on social media. It's changed for me in the last two years. Um, I really actually enjoy it. So, and I want your listeners to not be afraid of LinkedIn. Uh, that's where I spend most of my time these days. Um, is is sharing about this opportunity or other opportunities on LinkedIn. You guys, it's also a great place to network. And I'm always asking people what they're doing. I'm like, outside of Facebook and Instagram, those are obvious. Like, what what are y'all are y'all twittering? Like, where, where are we now these days? And there's always <laughs> new platforms up and coming and all that. So, no, I'm a big, I'm a huge fan of social media. Um, also because I think it's a connector um, to people that I would never have the blessing to have in my life outside of being able to follow them in their different states and cities. Right. Amen. That's awesome. So I want to ask you a couple questions because um, just that we can, because I would just like to know a little bit more about like during your day, what would you say brings you joy? Like what is it that's like it's, so easy. it's exercise and eating and spending time. Oh, I love, I know you're eating like every night you post your meal and I'm like, 
Okay. Okay. I I haven't read that love language book. I know I was supposed to read it for something I was doing a while back, but truly for me, food and wine is, they are outside of my family, the biggest blessings in life. And I love making, creating culinary dishes, drinking the best wine. And I also love the endorphin high of exercise. Exercise has saved me from like the worst days of my life, the worst times of my life. Exercise is what got me through, kept my mind right. Um, So again, if you're struggling, if you're on the struggle bus right now, go take a run, go take a walk, go do some push-ups, do something, get your blood squats. So those are the best parts of my day. But again, if I was being really honest, the food and the wine would be first, the exercise second, (laughs) the the kids and husband third. Oh, I love it. It's so, it's so very similar to me. Like my mom's coming over tonight and I'm very much looking forward to having a glass of wine with her. So, um, you know, it's like the little things, like the, the older I've gotten, it's like, you know, while it might look like you and I have a very, um, busy life, I feel like we've simplified it in a way that we know what it, it, let's not overcomplicate this. We're going to exercise. We're going to eat good. We're going to have some wine. We're going to be inspired. We're going to motivate other people. Maybe we'll work a little. Maybe we'll work a little. I don't know. Maybe we'll work a little, but our work is exciting because what I find my work is, is I'm giving people an opportunity to step into their power that changed my life. And I am an example that it's changed my life if you let it. And I've seen a lot of people not let it. That's fine. You know, teach their own. They weren't open to it. They weren't open. It's all about that open heart and mind. And once you do that opportunity, like you said, you will see it everywhere. Full-blown opportunist over here. It's everywhere. And I didn't see it before. Before I was so just like, whatever, just like the mundane tasks. Like, okay, everyone in the car, this is before I had the Pelotons. We'll go to the gym. I don't even know. What did I do the rest of the day? I don't even know. It's actually, (laughs) (laughs) maybe I watched too much HGTV. I was probably too busy rearranging furniture just to get my high on. Look what I did today. Doesn't the living room look nice? Uh, I mean, I still love a little home decor. I'm not going to lie. I still love making the house look nice, but it's not going to be the end all for me at the end of the day. The end of the day is... Did I pour into myself, my network? Did I, you know, did I bless somebody? Did I, you know, bless our family? You know, things like that are what lights me up. But, and then one other question is, what do you do on the days where you don't feel motivated? Like if you're really struggling, do you just like fake it? Like you said, or do you just have a mantra? Do you have, um, I don't know. I don't know. There's been this whole like canceling of the hustle culture that's like circulating. I see on social and they're like, Mm -hmm. uh, so, okay. First of all, the hustle culture is not canceled in my world, but I'm also a big fan of, you know, taking the day, watching dumb TV shows in bed, giving Mm -hmm. yourself a mental and physical break. This is something Lindsay is helping me with. I was going to say, did you say a rest day? I I was like, did you just I did. I did. And I was very aware of it the whole day in like not a good way. But anyway, so uh, again, if there are days, I mean, honestly, at this point, there's so few and far between because to what you just said, Lindsay, work is so fun. Um, so, right. but I would say then fine, watch the Oprah reruns from 1987 because we all know those were the best years for Oprah. Watch the reruns, eat the food, lay in the bed, and then start again tomorrow. So, right. Um, Although I do right. think there's those days you have to shake yourself, get the coffee going, and literally just start doing jumping jacks to go. I also think, you know, I, I would say for me, it's probably quarterly. You know, once every three or four months or so, it's usually after a big event. I'm so depleted. I have to charge my battery. 
Um, right. But I don't charge it often because my battery is, is really charged from working. <laughs> so I feel you. I mean, I feel like I'm always on. I mean, I got a little hiccup yesterday. I had to go get a new phone. My phone wasn't working. I'm like, that's not going to cut it. I work from my phone. So like, I'm going to need that. Um, so I was like unable to share a lot like on social cause I'm still trying to like, and I, and I like, don't like that. Like I like to be there and like, you know, showing up. So I do, I get a lot of charge from my work. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. That, there, Lindsay, though. So yeah. consistency is key. I mean, in every yep. aspect, I always post to have right. like, consistent AF consistent on my workouts. Right. Whatever I'm doing. Right. Like to your point, Lindsay, like if you want to grow social, if you want to become somebody it's not the once a week post or the once right. a week story no, i know I, I mean at my high i was coached to post like 20 stories a day um and it's not hard to do people are interested in what your cat is up to or you know <laughs> what you had for breakfast you guys I, that is interesting to people and i coach people on my team all the time that don't feel like they have anything that would interest people i'm like it is the most mundane thing tell me about what toothbrush you use tell me something yes. I actually enjoy seeing your pictures of your dog. I like that Scotch wasn't, uh, wasn't on guard the other night. That was funny. I know. But again, I'm like, I don't care if you have parakeets. Tell me about your parakeets. Yeah. Whatever it is, I, know. I would want to know. So it's not like you have to have these shiny pictures, Lindsay. You don't have to hire a photographer and wear a cool <laughs> dress. Just, you know, Just be you and let us see what yep. you're doing every day. That's what we want to see. Right. So yeah, that's where I get decharged is whenever I'm not like showing up like I should be. I'm like, Oh, you know, like I need to be like getting back to work that charges me up. It lights me up. But I think this is just a great conversation. I know I don't want to keep you longer than an hour because I know that you have a busy, busy life and I'm sure you have many things on your plate to do today. Um, and I was just, you know, grateful that we were able to like lock down a conversation. We might have to like really get, um, have another one soon with a, a more specific okay, topic. We're going but- to do another one after you do your homeschooling podcast. Okay. I want to hear. Oh that. yeah. Yeah, we could. Um, I really think we need to have one where maybe we have our husbands in here too, oh, and we very do similar. A- I think <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame we didn't get them to spend more time together in Mexico, but maybe next time. Oh um, yes, but thank you for having me. This again, this yeah. is work. you guys realize this is work. We're working right now, and how? Yeah, and we've smiled the entire time. I mean, I can think of a lot of things that wouldn't be this much fun that also wouldn't be work. So if you're thinking about, you know, joining Lindsay or joining a network marketing company, reach out to her or for all, again, Lindsay, you have a billion other things going on. All the first form stuff is so cool. I know you're active in your church and in your community. Um, but, But I'm like, you guys just come, come have fun with us or I'll keep following you. And then Lindsay, I'll send you whatever I'm doing and you can share it with your friends here. <laughs> I'm so pumped for you. Like it really has just been a joy watching you and getting to know you and um, just being inspired by each other and be, having open conversations about what's working for us. And um, well, it's just a beautiful life if you let it, you know, that's what I say. Beautiful life if you let it. So I'm uh, very happy to have had the time to talk to you today. I'm excited and I will, I will add in the bio, your Instagram link. And then is there anything else you want me to add in there for where they can find you no, no, or is it all Instagram's just great. And again, to all you people that don't think you can grow a following or a business without a bajillion Instagram followers, you'll see. I think I have like a thousand and I think I started with like a hundred. I mean, it, it doesn't right. have to be a micro influencer is what 500 or less or something. So right. Just do something. You guys just do something. <laughs> so, so inspiring. Thank you so much for being here. And yes, and we will talk soon. Thank you. 
Hey everyone, thank you so much for supporting my show. I want to connect with you. I want to get to know you. Linked in the description is a link to my Facebook group or go to Facebook and search Wing It Rise Up. I want to build a community of people that want to rise up into their best selves and go after the life that they want. I would love to meet you and help you out on your journey. See you there. Thank you for tuning in to the Wing It and Rise Up podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing.